Okay, kids, let's go. There has been an awakening. Have you felt it? Hello, what have we here? These guys are so funny. Hello. Holy shit. Thanks, C3 penis face and R2 dickhead. Hello there. Good day, Galaxy Rogue Squadron Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. I uh, prematurely started the show. I am Commander Cody. <laughs> and we are the Rogue Squadron Podcast. You know what I have to get used to is that I'm looking here to yeah. check how things are going. I see what you're saying. But the camera's here. The what? And the screen's here. The camera. And the chat's there. It's a lot, to, a lot to look at. I have ADD at the current moment because of everything that's happening right guess, now. Guess what else you can look at? <laughs> Beautiful Mopar. And so, uh, for all of you viewers, that we, we announced there was going to be an extra special nonsense being released. You don't sound excited about the nonsense. I've already preemptively... Turner's pissed. So that's great. <laughs> um, uh, Mopar's back in Columbus Mopar's for good. Here. So uh, it was a long and gruesomely tiring week of moving and packing and moving and breaking my fucking television. Yeah, that sucks, man. I'm so sorry. Why couldn't I have broken like a picture frame or a yeah. cat? I, that would have been actually good. Yeah. I had to break the most expensive thing that we were moving. Um, I, I think there is always. Whoops, sorry. Yeah, this fuck table around. swivels. Thank you. There's always a. Yeah, if you can't, <laughs> you're here and now taking on your habits of starting 14 sentences and not finishing any of them. If you're not watching, first of all, go to YouTube and subscribe. You can watch the next episode. But we're in the same room. Yeah. So if Mopar sounds more loud and boisterous than normal, it's because he's coming in through my mic now too. Yeah. Welcome back. Welcome. <laughs> um, I've decided that there's a casualty in every moving trip. It started with our couch during the storm of yep. hell. And I think since then, we've couch. always moved and something has broken in the process. Couch and coffee table. Couch and coffee table, yeah. Yeah, my... Uh, yeah. I I have... I own that TV for, I think, I, five months. Oh, yeah, because you bought it after you moved. So yeah. yeah. Not even a year. So I had... It was like a 55-inch smart Samsung. It was like the screen behind the screen cracked. And when I, and so it, like physically, it looks fine. Right. But when I turned it on, it had the color streams oh, and, oh. Yeah, because we set it up on the table. And I didn't even think anything was wrong with it. Nope. Nope. And <sighs> uh, yeah, I was pissed. So That's rough. I'm not going to sit there and not have a TV. So bonus is I had to go out and buy a TV. The thing that sucks is I had to pay for it. <laughs> so. Well, maybe um, we'll get a, a TV sponsor. That's what. And that, just get free TVs every month. Yeah. Sort of Best Buy credit cards for. <laughs> they do zero percent financing now, so it's if you if you spend like over five hundred bucks, they just give you the money and they don't. There's no interest, so fuck it. It's like free oh, money. Yeah, we did that with ours back. Ours is kind of out of date. It's like almost six years old now. It's time for us to get a new one too. But we did the same thing. It was like six hundred bucks, and we paid I don't know thirty five bucks a month for yep. zone, no interest for like two years. Yeah, that's free money. So I'll take it. Hell yeah, it is. But uh, that's what I'll be doing tonight is setting up the new TV. Um, the I don't Xbox. think my. I don't think my old finance squad pod. I don't think my old TV was actually 4K. I, it was like ultra high def, but it wasn't actually 4K. This one's at 4K. So, so it's the newer series of the one that I broke. Okay, so it was cool. a series six. This is a series seven. That's good. Uh, so you were with me when I bought this. Yeah. 
walked out of the store. He was pointing at a monitor, I was by the way. At a monitor, sorry. A TV monitor, computer monitor, gaming monitor. And we walked out of Best Buy and I was like, I fuck, I didn't even think to ask if it was in 4K. No clue. Didn't even occur to my mind. About two or three months ago, I went and bought another one here, a bigger one, a 32 inch. And I did the same thing. I walked out. I was like, that one looks great. Didn't even ask if it's in 4K. And I still don't have a 4K TV. I've done that twice now. Yeah. I highly upsetting. Yeah. I've had really, really good luck with TVs and monitors and that. So this one, it just sucks. But well, obviously, the newest one's going to break. What? Like, I'm not going to own an old TV. You, you, you buy a new one. So it's like my newest, biggest, more most expensive TV broke. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't know where I'm, I'm going confused. either. I don't know. This. I'm just pissed off, guys. Wait, you said the newest one always breaks. Well, it was because like I have, I still have a, a, my computer monitor. I've had that thing. I carry it by the bottom of it like yeah, a fucking. Yeah, yeah, that thing's pretty good. Yeah, that that's fine. I toss that in the back with the the logs of wood, but that's fine. That made it. So, oh, um, yeah, Dakota's saying over here it doesn't matter. Let's see about Xbox One X, anyways. So I'm not super pissed about the 4K. Because I'll probably have to drop a grand and get a new TV and the One X. Um, yeah, it's going to be about and a grand. Don't you need some fancy ass like HDMI cable, like super ultra you do speed need, or something? You need a 4K cable too. Um, too much shit. Yeah, that's probably going to be my next purchase. The good thing is, like back in the day when you wanted a 55 inch television, you had to fork over fifteen hundred dollars. They've come way down. Oh yeah, there was so Samsung's one of the top brands, LG, Samsung, and that sort of thing. For five hundred bucks, like what the fuck? Four K, uh, smart. I, I it does the Samsung for five hundred. Yeah. yeah, that's really cheap. Man. It was. It does my dishes. You know, it's fucking awesome. So, yeah. doesn't give me any lip either. Yeah, Kerner's asking about the Batman photos. Yeah, I got three new ones at Comic Con. A lot of this stuff I got at Comic Con back in like the Smoke uh, Show, May or June, and I haven't had a chance to hang it up yet. So yeah, there's what what, what? I was squeezing her three new Batman ones. <laughs> this Harry Potter one from Matt Spurlock is fucking awesome. I love that. And then some other shit. You can you can look at it. I don't look at it. All right, guys. Ready to drink? Yeah. Are we so, talking about the weather? Oh, there are clouds. It's a beautiful. See? Now now the weather edition is, is going to be half, it's going to be half because we only have to talk about one city's weather. I think that's probably going to be great for people that are listening. <laughs> like move the fuck on. Yeah, that's all right. Anyways. It's been beautiful. That's good. Episode one fifty seven. That is accurate. That's oh, I always like to do that. And when I listen back to the my own podcast, because I'm full of myself like that, um, I like to hear hear that. So it's just mental. It's mental for me. One fifty seven. One five seven. So uh, we're gonna get into some sponsors here because we're super excited. Let's start off with. I'm not that excited. Utini. <laughs> We got Utini shit. No, I want to drink first. We're going to drink. Okay. All right. We're going to roll the dice. We're drinking first. So, uh, proud to announce beer reviews are now sponsored by our fucking friends at Tavor. T A V O U R. They sent us a whole box of awesome beer. I had a little bit last episode. I cheated because I didn't want to go get another six pack from Land Grant like I always fucking do. So, I had some newbies from Tavor, which was great. But now they're officially sponsoring the beer reviews, which is cool. Uh, and we're going to crack open two of the things that they sent us that we've never had, never seen, never heard of. And they should be pretty interesting. But as we bu- bust these open, uh, we'd recommend going over to Tavor.com. Uh, and you can just download the app. But basically, yes. you get to pick. They'll have featured beers come out. You get to pick which ones you want. And they'll send them out monthly. Uh, you can use the promo code ROGUE. And you'll get $10 off 
your first order or your first order of twenty five dollars or more. more. Yeah. So ten bucks off of a order of twenty five bucks. That's some Amazon Prime shit with alcohol. That's goodness. Um. Yeah. So we'd recommend going over there and please, fucking spell the code right. It's not rouge. It's, it's not rogue. rouge. Just like Rouge One. Actually, they charge you ten extra dollars if you if you <laughs> they add it to your bill. Promo code fucking Rouge. Typo. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we, that's what from now on we're going to be getting beers from them. Uh, we're super excited because we always struggle to find different beers. Like even though Columbus has a million breweries, you're somewhat still limited. Yeah. Um. So this is super exciting for us to get into this. So again, Tavor, T-A-V-O-U-R. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go to their website and or I guess it's easier if you just use their app and you can just add to cart, add to cart, add to cart, ship the fucker. Yep. Uh, promo code Rogue. Yeah, it's cool because they don't just send you a box of random stuff because what if you get 10 stouts and you hate stouts? Mm-hmm. You just scroll through the app and you gradually just click in whatever featured beers you think look cool. And then once you get to, I think once a month, they send them all out. So you can just load your card up over four weeks. Every time you see Tavor notification pop up, you're like, fucking, I want to drink that. And then all of a sudden, you got 14 beers coming to your door. We got more than 14. We got two. Two big ones. We got we got fucking LSD Jesus on this one. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, Kerner's uh, got H2O going on right now. He drunk yesterday, put in bay. I saw he had a savage smoke show, Schwasted. Kerner likes to say he's a savage, and then every time he has one sip of not chorus, he fucking throws up. <laughs> God <laughs> Which damn. one do you want to have first? Uh, well, I started opening this Christmas cheers and beers here over here. Uh, it's got like a wax. I don't. What, is it like a wine? Like, like Maker's Mark. Yeah, that's and what I was looking cap. for. So this I'm unraveling that's the this one shit. thing that they would melt and then you would stamp like your house sigil into. Yeah. Oh, I should uh, show up here on that little Tavor website here. Sorry. While we're cracking this thing open and pouring it out. So the site is where you get, you know, signed up and get registered, and then you just download the app. Everything happens on your phone. It's gonna be fucking sweet. Ooh, this is smells interesting. Interesting? Like like a winter interesting. Here, yeah. If you want to check the website out. Oh my god, those all look delicious. Yeah. So I'm I'm highly geeked. Uh Jakota's talking shit about my shirt, dude. It's a cool shirt. I'm a big fan of the Dark Tower. Before the movie was even announced, so I don't want to hear about it. Wait, I thought so. I I bought that movie and it was like for free because everybody hated it. Yeah, I watched it. Was not that bad. No, it's not bad whatsoever. It was an was entertaining just, movie. I was just expecting a lot more out of them. It's hard to yeah, I agree, and it's hard to not expect a lot with the series being seven books and yeah. I mean, they cut it down. They were trying to do it as quickly as they possibly could. The movie was only an hour and a half. I think it was supposed to be a lot longer, and they cut it down. That alone, like they were trying to make a one-off movie of an extremely long, whatchamacallit, that's Frothy. seven books long. Yeah. I thought it was entertaining. Yeah. Um, I, th- I thought the acting was pretty good. I thought the characters in it were pretty good. I thought Matthew McConaughey played the... Uh, he was great. I did. Um, I, he actually... Idris Elba was great. What's your poor strategies? I dump. Oh, they can't see this. I dump it. So what are we drinking here? We got this from Tavor. Um, this is the last time I'm saying it. Tavor.com, uh, promo code Rogue. You get $10 off. Of a order twenty five dollars or more, that's fucking awesome. What are we drinking? This is from Rooftop Brewing Company. Where are they out of? It's, uh, Washington. Let me just go in Washington Come State, on, motherfucker. Seattle, Washington. Uh, this is the Tank Ride. It's a Russian Imperial the Stout. Taint Ride. Yep, the Taint Ride. <laughs> it's uh, Tavor hates the Grundle. <laughs> Tavor's like, what did we do? Uh, it's the Taint Ride Ale Aged in Bourbon Barrels. Uh, it's a special twenty eighteen release. It's a, one of these big, big bottles. It's a pint six. 
Eight and a half percent. And yeah, this rest this is yours. It's a little bit frothy. Like I know you you did a slow pour. I I've kind of poured it like an IPA, and this thing built up real quick here. Ernest head, it looks like coughing. I mean coffee. That's the last time we're... Uh, come on. Yo, we need a chat moderator so you can ban him. <laughs> Kerner, can you take Life care of that? needs to go away. Can you ban yourself? All right. Yeah, this is uh, extra frothy. Very dark. I can't see through it. I can't see the Columbus weather through it. Can you? No. This, is la- this is the last episode. <laughs> cheers. We haven't cheers in person in a while. Tank ride. Here we go. Mm. We forgot a sniff test. I was kind of sniffing it as it went down. Oh, oh, dude, there's some sour notes in there. Yeah, there's there's a lot of extra in there. <laughs> All right. I know you read it, but I kind of want to read it too. Aged in bourbon barrels, rooftop, huh? No, that's there's a lot in there. It's an wow. it's an Russian imperial stout. Is that what you said? Rich and yep. complex. I want to see. I was going to see if I can search the beer up and like get the full rating and everything. What does it? Uh, oh, oh eight point five by volume. Okay. It's weird, man. It says special 18 release, so this must be... Why are you repeating all the things I said? Because I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I was pouring a beer, trying not to fuck <sighs> around over here. No, this is a very very interesting... Um, it doesn't... While it has a lot to it, I don't think it drinks like a, a stout or a dark beer. Yeah, it's way more carbonated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it has some some sour notes up front. Yeah, which is, <laughs> I don't, I'm not. I we also, our palate's fucked from the last beer that we had. We, <laughs> we need a bowl of pretzels. No. Tavor, send us with the box. Please send us the pretzels. <laughs> and some legumes. Pretzel necklace, please. Yeah. Legumes. Man, this, uh, it's interesting. It's easily a one because of how interesting it is. And it doesn't drink like a dark bourbon barrel ale. But the sourness up front is actually kind of throwing me off to it's weird. It's it's like throwing me for a loop. Like you think you start drinking a sour and you're like, all right, I can wrap my head around a sour and then it finishes as like a dark ale and you're like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. But not in a great way and for some me. Aftertaste notes of coffee too. So I know you're not a big coffee guy, but there's certain types of coffee, um, like Ethiopian blends and everything that are very acidic. So they have almost it's not really sour. Uh, per se, but like citrusy, kind of acidic notes to it. And that's kind of what this is reminding me of. It's like a beer version of like an Ethiopian type of like light roast coffee or something like that. Hmm. It's not not bad. Interesting. It's not... I haven't said pickled Santa in a long time. I was like, it's not pickled Santa. Pickled Santa. It's just interesting. Hand me that thing again. Is there a poem on it? No, you already read this on it. I didn't read the thing on the side. I just read the information. No. That sucks. No, it's, it's... Oh, there is. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was reading. I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is fucked. Back here. Um, this is easily... I'm just going to go right to it. This is easily a one for me. Um, it is interesting enough to try. Uh, the flavor and the blend isn't quite there for me. I think the blend is the kind of the biggest thing because it starts like a vinegary sour almost. And then it just doesn't... Yeah. It doesn't flow easily. It just jumps in. I, there's words. There's words to describe it. I just don't have them. Um, <laughs> some beers. All right. I don't know how to exactly how <laughs> See, to describe this. this. This is it is hard to describe. And I don't know if the brewers do this on purpose, but I feel like some beers are drinkable. And I know we hate people that know that we say that word drinkable. It's you can drink it every day. 
it's good and it may be a unique flavor or something, but you can definitely drink it every day. And then there's some beers where I feel like they... When he's shaking it. I'm reading Kerner's shit. I'm bad. sorry. Now that we're here, I can see like a fucking distraction. Distraction celebration. There's some beers where they feel like they're made for uh, like a beer tasting or something. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you want to you want to move this around, have like one one glass of it, <clears throat> have a few sips. Oh, it's interesting. It's delicious. Let's move on to the next thing. No, that's very well put because I, th- I feel like some of these try to go out of their way to be different in a setting of beer drinkers. Right. So they have to stand out. So we'll make ours taste like dog piss because that'll stand out. Just make a good beer, guys. It does. It's just. I don't know. We're, we don't brew, so we, we don't know what the fuck happened. I also feel like we're not extremely well versed in sours or porters as we could be. Wait, does it say stout or porter? It says ale. Oh yeah. Is no it, Russian Imperial Stout. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I feel like you know if it was an IPA, I could say a lot more about it. Which we need practice. We need a class. What if they have something on Groupon? Like learn how to beer rise. We, <laughs> we should start it. Put on by Rogue Squad. We have Is to- it drinkable or not? <laughs> That's the only category <laughs> it matters. Hops, this, fuck it. Alcohol by volume, fuck this it. It's got a lot of stuff in it. Is it a one, two, or three? Did you hear that vibration? Sorry, guys. Um, charging up the Death Star over here. Charging, sparking. Some beers just have that spark. Nurk, Nurk Kerner was uh, saying, if Paul's Star Wars career, he'd be Han. <laughs> Cody would be Commander Cody. And obviously, I'd be Lord Sidious. You, then he, you, he, he would love to be that evil. Scoot this way. I want to be in a corner. Just not too far. I don't like you. Okay, we're done. Uh, so thank you, Tavor. Uh, we do have another one that we'll get to as soon as these are done. And then, do you think we need like a drinking beer? Like we do the review and then we have something... Light Maybe and tasteless that we can drink. Maybe we'll see how the second one goes. Oh, yeah. right. Um, we there was some stuff released. Yeah, Star Wars stuff. We will be getting into that. Uh, yeah. Resistance mm-hmm. trailer came out. Um, we also are doing a giveaway. We have a lot going on today. Yes, it didn't feel bad. like it. It didn't feel like it. Like when we were setting up and we're like, okay, Resistance for like and that was it. Minutes. But now we got three beers. We got a fucking we whole bunch. That's why I named the episode Whole Bunch. I think I said Whole Bunch or something. Do you want to do the giveaway? Or do you want to do the YouTube? Do the or do you want to talk about the cartoon that everyone hates? Let's do the giveaway. I'll tell you this. Tell me about it. Let's do um, 626. Oh, yeah. Guess the fucking scene. Guess the fucking scene. We're jumping right in while we finish this brew. 626. That's got to be Jabba's Palace. Something. Yeah, it's going to be early. Uh, so this makes it hard because I kind of lumped Jabba's Palace together, but there's so many parts of it, mm-hmm. obviously, because it lasts like 30 minutes, 35 minutes, maybe. Yato. Yato. Also, all right, so... Because he's holding a thermal detonator. Think about the title screen and the crawl, and how much time does that take up before you even get into the actual movie? 30 seconds. What? Yeah. I guarantee it's like two and a half minutes before you see that first scene of Palpatine shuttle or Vader shuttle. What is the... Is that the first scene? Mm-hmm. Vader lands on the Death Star, too. That's why it starts oh, so yeah, epic. Vader, the first thing you see is Vader in the shuttle. Vader lands and it goes and says, to fucking C-3PO and R2-D2 again, fucking around the desert. That's right, because it's... The Emperor's coming here? Yeah. Because that's that scene, right? Which blah, 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 blah. All right. That so, is so interesting to think that no one has seen the Emperor. We don't even know where he's at the first two entire movies. Some people... Sorry, I moved their mic. Some people have seen them. The higher ups have, but there's not on screen. We see, oh yeah, transmissions Sorry. Sorry. of Sidious. 
But it's weird that he would be on Coruscant, well, assumingly, yeah, on Coruscant, but we don't hear, see, or anything about Coruscant. Well, that's probably why Jer Gerard is so fucking terrified, because the Emperor, who he's heard from and takes orders from, but have never met in person, is like, it's that serious that the Emperor is showing up. Could you imagine, I've always thought about this, could you imagine just Vader running everything, but he he exclaims there's something called the Emperor that's o- over him, yeah, like but it would be like a figment, yeah, but it would just be kind of a figment that Vader made up. Yeah, that's, have you seen Iron Man 3? No. That's kind of the part of the plot of Iron Man 3. Like, oh. there's some, like, global terrorist, but it turns out that, like, all of his videos and shit are just this dude, this actor that they hired, and he's in, like, a a studio filming everything. That'd be interesting though. That'd be funny. Just fucking with everybody. Well, just to make it like, I'm not the one giving these orders. You can't be mad at me. I'm just a messenger. But he goes in Darth Dookies and he's sitting there like tweeting, oh, the Emperor said this and fuck, (laughs) fuck, fuck. Emperor's pissed. (laughs) Your apparent lack of progress. All right. 626. I'm not like him. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Luke shows up at Jabba's Palace. I'm saying Chewie gets brought in. Thermal detonator. Because he's holding a thermal detonator. Chewie and Bausch. Yeah. First of all, really quick. 26 so, is a pretty far in, though. Side note, one. Uh, I didn't rate the beer. I agree. One one star. Beer review rating system doesn't matter because you listen to the old episodes. So you know it already. Side note, two. Bausch is a bounty hunter. So did they kill him and like take his armor? And Leia's wearing it when she goes in? Like, are they, are they, they that just, much of savages that they, like, killed the dude? Maybe they 3D printed it. Because, like, Jabba knows who that is because he knows most of the bounty hunters. That's interesting. I, I never really thought about Shinobi. it. Shinobi. Figure it out. Sail barge. I'll say sail barge. That's, like, a half hour of the movie, Kerner. No, nah, it's it's shorter than we think. It just takes forever because it's boring. Oh. Triggered. All right, so what, what are you thinking? I th- I thought it would be earlier. Does it go? Because I'm trying to wrap my head around. The droids knock on the door, laugh. They send... An, a sh- <laughs> no one's here. And they bring... And then they bring in Chewie right after that, right? Uh, the droids talk. They play Luke's message. They kidnap the droids. They put, them, put the restraining bolts on them. And then they train them to be Jabba's thing. And then... The dance scene. The first sight of the Rancor. I'm gonna and guess. Then Chewie and Bausch come in. I guess I'm gonna guess. Yeah, mighty Chewbacca. And then while everyone's sleeping, she does the carbonite thing, and then Luke comes in Ooh, later. I like the carbonite thing. Okay. Because I was trying to think of something between the sail barge and Chewbacca. Yeah. I'm guessing. Uh, yeah. Because it's because it's someone that loves you. <laughs> someone who loves you. <laughs> All right. That's that's my up. official guess. Yeah. What What are you guessing? I'm guessing when Luke uh, arrives, arrives at Jabba's fuck. So we will see. Scroll forward. 27, Turner. 27. So scooting along, scooting along. Oh, Damn. Luke shows up. I just passed it. That's at 22. Okay. So 32. Oh. We're on the sail bar. A little too far. Rewinding, rewinding, rewinding. So right Rancor. at 26 is. Yep. He gets dropped down into the Rancor pit. Ugh. That Sorry. makes me mad. I forgot. You know what's bad is I forgot about the Rancor pit. Did, I just mentioned the Rancor. I don't... Yeah. Yeah, so 26 minutes, he gets dropped down and forgets how to be a Jedi and throws rocks at things. Or yeah. it's a skull, as we learned last week, right? 
What the what he throws? What he chucks at the control panel? Actually, I want to see this. It's a skull. <laughs> I love. All right, I love the shot of him push, pushing the bone in there. Yeah, it looks so silly when he and when he falls down. He like throws it in and then tweaks it. <laughs> <laughs> this is so crazy. Totally getting pulled off YouTube right now. Okay, so C three PO's being a hoe. Jawas. There, there are two flashlights. Good call. You saying that before we started the episode. I will say for 1983, the Rancor looks fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The Rancor does. It looks like an animal. Yeah, I don't hate the Rancor itself. Yeah, that's some great stop motion. I don't hate the Rancor. I just hate that Luke is finally a Jedi Knight and he seems so helpless. Oh, yeah. He bashed his fucking finger. How dumb is that? <laughs> the, <laughs> and then he trots. Trots right over. Sorry, guys, if you're listening. I'm sure you've seen episode six 1,000 times. But and he can't get out. <laughs> How would he even try? Oh, Luke, I can't handle you. I really can't handle you. Everybody's cheering. He's about to get eaten. Leia's pissed. Leia's looking like a crumb. straight smoke show. <laughs> Pornhub crumb. Do I want you just like tap with the force? Yeah. You can't even see what it is. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, it was a human a skull. skull. Good call. Who was it? Shinobli? Right right when it actually hits. Yeah. Wow. Well, you learned something new uh, two episodes in a row. savage is that? Luke picking up a human's head. Okay, that makes it a little better. I was way I off. still wish you just would have like zap with the force. Well, yeah, you got to think like to get in the Jabba's palace, he force choked two motherfuckers. And then he tried to mind trick. Jabba. Bib, Bib Fortuna. Bib Fortuna. And he did. Yeah. But he gets into an actual situation. He's like, stick. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. I can't handle it. I can't do it. So that's the uh, that's the guest star scene for the day. You gotta think like the original lost. The original trilogy isn't that much of like an action movie. Like the prequels are much more action. Mm -hmm. That's that's weird because I don't think I've ever like heard anyone say that, but it is. Yeah. Military, very much more, very much more, many much uh, war, warlike military. Many much war. <laughs> and that's, that's what's happening. You heard it here first. Hey, Riley. Woohoo. I had a feeling that us recording way earlier than usual was going to bring in somebody that we hadn't seen in a while. Good to see you, man. Or, well, good to hear from your chat, text, letters, characters. Uh, let's get into this other one. Actually, we have a giveaway to do, too. I just dropped it. It probably broke. <laughs> it broke the giveaway. Utini. Uh, We're going to talk about them. This Now that you're back, episodes are just going to be a bunch of ads. So, hope you guys <laughs> like it. Uh, I've signed up for Utini a long time ago. They sponsored some things and some prizes for our last Jedi event. I need a, I need a way to open this. Open shit. <laughs> are you done opening? Use a goddamn key. <laughs> Um, Try, uh, this is an opener, but it's for beer. I'm drunk. I'm not. God damn, I can't. All right. Well, yeah, at least you know Utini uses really industrial strength <laughs> cardboard your, your, your boxes. books will not fall out of the box. So, yeah, they sponsored some stuff for us back for our last Jedi party. Uh, it's a subscription box for all the Star Wars books. I'm going to crack this thing open. So I haven't done an unboxing on the show yet, which I apologize for, Corey, but now we're going to make it happen. They just got all these fancy-ass new boxes and everything. What's in it? What's in it? What's so in we it? We got a button. We got a customized button. They have like a theme every month. So we have a button 
which obviously you can't really see that much. Bookmark awesome stickers, bookmarks with Thrawn on the back. Look at Thrawn, and they have, look at it. That's so sweet. Thrawn looking like a uh, Moff Tarkin, Utini sticker, and they do like a little zine that they have in every uh, every box as well, and that changes month to month. Oh, we got pictures of Corey in here. Ooh, nudies. <laughs> we were in a, in a few of these. Uh, looks like we nabbed a poster too. Ooh, this is new. Look at this. Got a poster. I got something else to put on the wall, baby. Thrawn looking out upon his fucking... All very Thrawn-like. This city at night. Well, that's because... Tell me. Tell me why. This month's book is the new Thrawn. Alliances. So this is the second of the series. Indeed. Yes. Which the first one I haven't got through because he, he hasn't become full Dracula yet. And I believe he said... He's just a Transylvanian horror that... Hewers. This is... Signed by Timothy Zahn himself. So awesome. So if anybody knows, like, when this came out, it was hard to get a signed copy. And I know they had, like, the alternate Comic-Con cover. Um, but there's some stuff that you can only get at cons. And he has a deal worked out where he can get some of these, like, limited releases or signed copies or old Legends books or whatever. Uh, and he puts them in the box. So it's fucking sweet. So I just got the new Thrawn book. How does Utini work? I'm wondering. You pay and then they give you stuff. <laughs> you don't have to stay up to date on... Uh, <laughs> On the new novels and shit coming out because they do it for you. Yeah, they send, basically how it works is they send all the new canon stuff is part of all the boxes no matter what. And if there's a month where there is no new canon material, he'll send you a list of like, here's all the Star Wars books and just pick which pick one hardback or three paperbacks that you want and we'll send those instead. Well, wasn't he also saying like you could sign up for a certain series? So in between new stuff, like just say Sith series. And you can get all the Bane books or the Revan book, and you can, he'll he'll send that shit out. Um, Let's pop up in the site here too while we're talking about it. But yeah, they have like a like a canon box, a Legends box. Uh, they have it's like different playlists of books that you yeah. can choose from that uh, it, it'll automatically send out. Yeah. So what's the deal? You sign up and what? What what's the? Uh, well, there, there's a promo code, isn't it? Well, there? Mopar, you sign up and you enter this uh, convenient promo code, uh, name of Squadron. Name of Squadron. Again, please don't misspell that. It's not S-K-W. Kerner. It's Squadron. S-Q-U-A-D-R-O-N. Uh, and you get 10% off of your first month. And there are multiple levels of subscription. So you can get the most expensive one where you get like the signed hardback and a poster and a pin and a bookmark and a sticker and everything. Or you can get the cheaper one and just get one paperback book every month. Mm -hmm. Kind of whatever you want. And they do have a, a Canon tracker. And everything on the website. A so Canon Tractor. Can, Canon Tractor. A Canton Pactor. So you can make sure that you don't get duplicates of the books that you already have. And you can keep track of everything that you have. That way you know how complete your library is. So it's pretty cool. I don't read as much as I would like to. And I'm trying to get better at it. The good thing is that you don't have to think about it. Like I sign up and I know that there's Canon books coming out like now and again. And sometimes I miss the new release. And they just show up and you open it. And then now I have it in my collection. And I have, you can't see this on the camera, but I have a number of them. Like the, the books that came with Solo are up there. All three Aftermath books, Battlefront, Last Jedi, all these ones I got from Utini. So it's just it's just badass. So go over to Utini and at least check it out because he's got a lot of, lot of good stuff. And um, do it. Yeah. Squadron. It'll, it'll save you some money when you, when you first sign up. Squadron is the promo code on that. And the, our, our patrons, actually, Corey was nice enough to hook us up. The patrons of the show 
get even more percent, more percent. They save 25% on their first, on their first order. So I can't give that one out because obviously all you guys will fucking steal it. Yeah. So you have to become a patron, uh, go to patreon.com slash rogue dicks. Fuck around. Yeah. Oh, dick exchange. Dick exchange. (laughs) (laughs) Dick exchange. I don't know why. Um, yeah. So if you want to get the extra special discount, if you're already a huge star Wars fan, like the show and want books, you can double down, go to patreon.com and uh, Rogue Squad Pod or Rogue Squadron Podcast. You'll get an extra special discount, uh, up 25% off of Utini. I'm going to actually text our Patreon group chat right now. Do it so we don't forget. Um, and then we'll wrap up the ads and shit. Uh, Tavor, the beer delivery service, the greatest thing ever created. Guaranteed. Uh, that, that promo code is Rogue. Again, you have to spell it correctly. <laughs> you have to spell every promo code correctly. Rogue. But uh Rogue is M O P A R. Rogue is uh constantly misspelled. So why awesome. do you keep scooting away? I don't like you it. Get in the camera shot. Okay. You're you're good right there. Stop. Juices are flowing. I'm about to finish the beer before what's your name? <laughs> I'm actually ready for this next one. Mm-hmm. It's funny how we are very much so big beer fans, but sometimes when it just doesn't isn't blended well. Like I feel like okay, maybe it's maybe I'm incorrect in my thinking. But even like a bad coffee, you're like, oh, I can still drink it. Folgers, no, no fuck it. Folgers in your. My mom gets Folgers. Yeah, I'm pissed. Really, that bad? Natural House and Folgers. Oh, it's gross, man. Interesting. It's like Natty Light to a uh, craft beer. I can drink Natty Light all day. This I Just wouldn't. Don't talk about that shit. You <laughs> do not drink Natty Light. Oh my god! <laughs> it's been a decade since you opened one. I don't think you can order Natty Light on Tavor, by the way. If you guys, <laughs> Kerner, so you're shit out of luck. What if they had, what if they made like a, a Tavor, like a cheaper Tavor subscription option? And it's just like Natty and Bush oh and my Keystone God. and everything. They should have like a, a, a beer playlist, just a standard IPA playlist. And you go in there and they just send out standard IPAs. Uh, do they do audiobooks for uh, Utini? I don't think so, but no. that's, that's a good suggestion. We can uh, get in touch with Corey and mention that. That might be tough. I know that audiobooks are very particular on how they make them, on how they distribute them. They're also um, just tougher because of all the production that goes into it, so they're a lot more expensive. Like, yeah, because I, I was going, I've done a few for some of our podcast clients, but like, it's very particular in how you have to record, how you have to export it, make sure it's 100% ready for like Amazon and Audible and all that stuff. But, uh, but maybe, I know they have a, a deal with like Del Rey, uh, the book publisher, so they have all these, uh, all these fucking awesome books. So I'm looking forward to Padme, which we talked about a little bit last week. Queen Shadow is what it's called. And then Master and Apprentice coming out uh, next year, which is going to be great. And if you get Utini, you'll have them. Blah, blah, blah. Awesome. That's done with that. Now we can actually start the show. So it's kind of sunny outside. We already did the weather thing. You said there's clouds. That's the weather report. It is really nice, though. When there's weather report, I report the weather. The, The one major thing, difference between PA and here is the humidity. Like, even... It's still humid as shit, but it's 85% here. And in PA, it's what, like 95%? Dude, I don't want to hear it. Dude, PA... PA sucks with the humidity. Sometimes I talk too fast because I've heard people say that they listen to podcasts and they have to listen to it on like one and a half speed because people talk really slow. And for some reason, I've internalized that. And when I'm trying to spit something out, I try to talk really fucking fast and I stumble over my words and I sound like you. And it's embarrassing. It's not that embarrassing. <laughs> when we were in Philly for that conference, it was a swamp. Walking yeah. five minutes from the hotel to the convention center, I was like, 
What is happening? I'm, I'm, I just was in a pool, I yeah. think. It was so bad. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't realize that. I always thought Ohio was like, you know, known for the humidity madness. I think it's the, the mountains out there. For whatever reason, like the humidity hits or the clouds hit the mountains and it just squeezes it. I think that's what happens. I think that's exactly what happened. All right. Well, let's get into this other beer. Boom. All right. The Libertine. Personal Libertine. 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 There's how many times can you add? Look at that. Li- Libertine. 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 It looks like an old school, like uh, Revolutionary War newspaper. It d- kind of does. You know, the only bad thing about our setup is that we're kind of far away from the camera. Like you can't see this. Yeah. Li- 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 Libertine. Mr. Mike, what up? Michelini, what up, man? Uh, we do have uh, Cloud Spirit Jesus. He looks like about one of every Pokemon put together on the back of this one. <laughs> um, yeah, he looks like an Eevee evolved into every single version of, of it. Um, Libertine is a person, especially a man, triggered, who behaves <laughs> without moral principles or a sense of responsibility, especially in sexual manners. So basically like Jim Morrison. Like they, I don't give a fuck about anything. In sexual, ma- so it's salacious libertine. There's a cork in this bitch. This fuck is cork. How many times do I got to open it? <laughs> the other one had a goddamn wax spot <laughs> on it, and this one has. Uh, so presents summer breeze. I guess is the uncommon origin brewed and blended by the libertine. Yeah, so libertine's actually the brewery. Summer breeze is the beer that we're drinking. This looks like the First Amendment. <laughs> You, we all have the right to drink until <laughs> we can't think around. Yo, How, I don't have a corkscrew. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to be able to drink this. I don't have a corkscrew. Isn't there some scientific way to get that out? Like you got to smack the bottom of it. You so, put like your shoe on the bottom of it and like smack it on the ground or smack it against the wall to pop the cork out. I'm not trying to trust that right now. Well, I guess we're going to do a different beer review. <laughs> so, uh, for you people that are interested in Tavor, you have to have many different ways of opening bottles. We'll just bust open another one. All right. I guess another we're doing dark a dark one. beer. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, break side, which is, this pisses me off so much that you have to flip it two times to read the whole goddamn. Uh, it's limited edition, 1.6 fluent ounces. Fourth wave coffee beer aged in bourbon barrels. So Mopar's really excited for this. Uh, 40 IBU. Seek and enjoy. Not seek and destroy. I'm kind of pissed that they didn't do that. Uh, very, very dark. Both of the beers that we're going to be drinking today are extremely dark. Uh, this one doesn't have a cork. So easy drinkable. It's drinkable. Easy drinkable. <laughs> Saber it, you pansy. What does that mean, dude? What does that mean? To you guys out? probably know me by AKA Gundark2000. Is that on Twitter? That sounds familiar. Welcome. Gundark I'm going to... 75 million. <laughs> uh, this actually isn't as dark as it looks. Maybe the glass is... Uh... That Ooh, is a dark bottle, yeah. It, it looks earthy. Whoop. Wow, it's got a lot of body in it. It's one whole body. Mr. Body's body. Buddy, it's buddy. gone. Did you ever see the movie Clue? You probably, no. I don't know if you would like that. Sense no. Of humor. Um, uh, Saber Armor loves the movie Clue. Saber Armor. Stop doing that. <laughs> uh, 9.6. We're going to die today. 9.6. I probably should have kept that so I can talk about it. No, oh, it's a beer. All right. What was it? 
<laughs> Libertine. I gonna have it. I summer, away, summer right. something. No, that's the one that we couldn't do. Breakside, fourth wave, uh, coffee beer, Asian, uh, whatever. Nine point six percent. It's a coffee beer porter stout in bourbon barrels. So it's pretty much everything that I usually don't like. But maybe this will change my ways. Cheers again. Sniff yep. test this time. Doop, doop. Yeah, it just smells full body. Actually, it smells like a paint that we used to use. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everything. Ooh. See, this isn't my my best, my favorite flavored, but that that's good. But it's blended extremely well. Yeah, that's really good. Mm. I think we've probably talked about this multiple times. I'm not a huge fan of bourbon, whiskey, scotch. So the uh, the barrel age things are not my favorite. Ooh, um, I do. I, I my second drink, I. Got the kick. You got it. I got the kick. Like when the uh, Kentucky Bourbon Barrel came out a few years ago, and it was like super popular. It's all the rage. It's too strong. Like there's too much bourbon in there. It's not balanced that well. I, I don't think this one is very well balanced. This is. No, I completely agree. It's tasty. Um, surprisingly enough, uh, our buddy Sweeney, not Mikey Juan Kenobi Sweeney, our other buddy Mike Sweeney, mm -hmm. same name. What the fuck, you guys do same that? Same letter, same guy. Um, we were out to brunch, and he had a tall cold brew Ooh. with a shot of Jameson, which sounds gross, but it kind of tastes like this. It was balanced out, like in a right way, where you tasted it, and you like the Jameson rounds it off a little bit, but it's not like a straight shot of whiskey. It was actually really nice. No, I like this. I that's, like it. That's the new uh, brunch drink of choice if I'm not doing beer. For for two things that I don't like being blended together, this is pretty good. Kerner's just sitting here quoting the movies. He spelled Rheingeist wrong again. <laughs> I don't know how to spell it either. So I'm not going to even average. He just swept it. Uh, swept. He just swept the E and the I. Oh, really? That's, that is a weird. It's just weird altogether. What is a Rheingeist? Why did they name it that? Um, I don't know. I wonder if it's a river or something. A lot of people name shit. I'm going to look it up. I'm actually really curious. Though. Uh, I'm just going to rate this. Uh, I'm actually very excited about this. Uh, two out of three. It's not wowing me by any means, but uh, very well blend. Wow. Oh, I agree. I think it's funny that we're um, we're matching up on our beer ratings for... Well, I guess we haven't had the same beer in a while, but uh, we're syncing up on these. I, I agree, too. Yeah. This is quite a bit more drinkable than the uh, sour phenomenon that we just had. And the corked bastard over here <laughs> can't do that one. That's a zero out of three. You can't drink it. That's like uh, Mitch Hedberg's joke with uh, uh, what's the special bread? The very expensive bread. You open it and it's still laying open because <laughs> it's a bag inside of a bag. <laughs> Pepper Pepperidge Farm. Pepperidge Farm. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. got to open a beer and it's still laying open. That's fucked. I love Mitch Hagbert, by the way. And that's what I was listening to when we were moving. I listened to two entire albums of his. I fucking love it. Yeah, he's amazing. It's so good. It really is. Um, There was... I watched... I'm not talking about the beer. I think... We're back. It's got 40 IBUs. And I think the, you know, the, the extra bitterness from the hops balances out the, the darkness and the bourbon flavor. So Why it's ever, not as fucking potent as it would be. That's why it's I'm not saying. wowing me, but it's not not wowing me. Two stars. <laughs> I mean, that is pretty much what our beer reviews are, but there's nothing wrong with that. It's not wowing me, but it's not not wowing me. 
That's right. That's, that's actually, I'm using that now for our uh, description of the two star. I'm half wowed. It's just, I'm wowed. I'm not not wowed. I'm not wowed. Fuck. <laughs> that's the new, that's the new what? format. WT. What? For the re- system. What is this? No, it's good. Like I said, and I described it enough. Please, Dakota, stop fucking with me. It's good. There is one flying here. One <laughs> Sith Lord, just miniature, is <laughs> flying around trying to kill Sith the pot. <gasps> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you let him go. You fucking. I had him. Apprentice. You, you guys don't believe me. I'm a Jedi Knight. Boom. Like my father after me. <laughs> like my nephew over there. <laughs> like, like this guy. Okay. <clears throat> Have you seen uh, Resistance, the trailer? I watched it in front of you. Why are you acting like. They don't know that. I'm I don't playing care. the moment for the fans. I don't do the show for them. Okay, so people have been talking about this for a little bit. They announced that there was going to be a new cartoon. We've t- mentioned it once or twice. Wow. It is, I believe this is going to be the last thing on TV mm-hmm. without going straight to their uh, Disney streaming service. So I have I a question. I could be wrong about that, but I'm just, I, I'm thinking that. Are they planning on more than one season with this? Or is this yeah. kind of just like a... So I'm, the reason I'm asking is because that would be awesome if they they'd be expensive, but if they were able to do like one off, like to kind of like standalone, but as a series, but just one season. So you could do like a quick Padme thing series. That would be kind of interesting. I don't know. Do a solo like instead of solo. They can't even see what's happening, so don't do that reaction because <laughs> no one knows what's going on. Wow. Please continue. No, I thought it would be interesting if they if they were able to do that. But I understand. Well, maybe they could do it in a efficient fashion financially if they just use the same animator. Because you could just, if you pick an animator that you like, do that animation for all of these standalone one-off seasons of whatever you're going to make it about. I think that would yeah, be cool. Because sometimes I just feel like there's, just like Clone Wars, just like... Uh, Rebels, they, they stretch it out a little too long. I think so, too. Yes. So there's a lot of filler. Just fucking get to the point. But I'm going to step on my own toes because Star... Guys, <laughs> Star I'm Wars... i interject, but... No, Star Wars is for kids, whether we like it or not. Yeah. And now that I'm old... It's not not for kids. Two out of three. Two out of three. Star Wars is two out of three. <laughs> two out of day. three. Yeah. I just... It, it is for kids. And why am, are, are we 30-year-old fuckos even mentioning a cartoon series that's going to be on Disney Channel? Because it's going to be fucking cool. I'm just saying. Because all these people out there, there's so much scrutiny and shit. But people don't realize, oh, I'm 20 years old and I don't want to watch this. Well, congratulations. It's a fucking cartoon for 10-year-olds. No wonder you don't <laughs> want to watch it. Poor Shinobi. So I was I was on the Lore Masters Here we uh, go. Facebook page. And he posted the trailer and people were commenting and being a bitch. And this one dude was going as far as to say, he's like, well, they never officially announced that it was for kids or like, what's the age range? Or is it like nine to 12 year olds or what's happening? They never officially said that. So like, why should I believe that? It's a, it's, it's on like, Disney channel. It's on fucking Disney channel. Do you watch anything else on the Disney channel? Xenon the sequel. Yeah. Same. <laughs> no, it's, it should be fucking obvious. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not. Because we're all balls deep in Star Wars. Um, there needs so my. What I was gonna say quickly, based on your idea of like one character seasons, is like if they so they they have Resistance, they pick a time period. So now we're in this New Republic and Resistance era before Episode Seven, 
And if you did like a one season from the point of view of Poe, one season from the point of view of Leia, like that'd be cool. No, that and that maybe, oh, I see what you're saying. So the same long thing, but one whole season following Leia. Yes. No, that would be awesome. And even more so is if, if you started connecting those. So let's just say Poe and Leia met in one of the Leia seasons. Then you watch Poe and you actually see him meet Leia in that same meeting. Same scene, yeah. But you see with the before and after. Dude, that connection and those storylines that overlap uh. like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that would just yes, be really good. It would. Uh, a lot of people did not like Arrested Development Season 4, but what they did was that kind of thing because not everybody could be able for film be available for filming at the same time. So they would do the episodes from someone's like point of view so that you would follow like Michael through one episode. And you would see scenes that happen like six months in the future and also scenes that are happening now. And gradually, as you watched all 20 episodes or whatever it was, each one was from a different person's point of view and they would gradually like intertwine. And by the time you get to the end, it all made sense. That may be kind of complicated for like a cartoon or something, but like that might be cool just to see that. Yeah. Like what if you went through the Clone Wars and like you saw three episodes from Anakin's point of view and then some from Rex's and then some from Obi-Wan's and then they like gradually started intertwining with each other. It would be cool. This is so, a take on things. Like more of like <laughs> a Quentin style like fuck with the timeline, but you still get the same story at the end of the day. So I will say this. Say Since the inception of Disney Star Wars, I'm really glad you didn't say. Thank you. Continue. It has sparked so... <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I do really think that for all the power and potential Disney has with Star Wars... I do think there's a limiting factor because of what Disney is. The only reason I'm saying that is, you know, I, I feel like they, I don't think they've really squeezed Marvel. I, I know it's like the top shelf of what, especially nerddom now, Marvel movies are like way the fuck up there. Well, but I top do shelf feel, nerds would probably say no because they're assholes. Well, but. those are top shelf nerds. So top shelf Nerd, fuckers. Nerds. <laughs> um, but I do feel like if they just made it adult, almost like Deadpool, like if they just one notch up, let's make it extra dramatic for, because the, especially in the Marvel universe and now the Star Wars universe, all these people that like these characters are old or yeah. older. Yeah. So why are we, why do we have to limit it to, this entire movie, we can only say shit twice because we want to do PG-13 because we want kids to be able to watch it. First yeah. of all, kids aren't the ones with money. Right. Parents are. Right. And I'm the one that wants to watch Infinity War. So I, I do feel saying. like I feel like Disney has so much potential, but I don't think they'll ever reach it, is what I'm trying they to say. They might. Go ahead. I think that Marvel has moved things faster than normal because they already have a set storyline even if they've tweaked it from what happens in the comics they have a set storyline they have characters established they have uh, source material to work off of I think that Disney is doing a similar thing with Star Wars but they're taking a lot longer because they're moving ahead in the timeline and crafting new things to fill in the gaps so I think we're kind of headed in that direction um, what I was going to say off of the kids thing is like you have 
Forces of Destiny, which is like short three minute things that are literally for kids. Then you have like the Disney Channel cartoons. Then you have like maybe movies are next up in like the the age range. And then you have like the comic books. Like there already is a range. It would be cool if they specifically made something that's more adult themed. You know what would be really cool is if they actually designated that with like a rating. I know PG-13, but that's that's an yeah. overall. If they came out with their own stuff. Yeah. C for children, teen, young adult, and adult. Yeah. Just do something like that. Come out with a movie, got a big fucking A on it. Well, there's going to be banging titties and space no, no, jizz. We don't, need, we don't need that in Star Wars. But something that is a little more... Like, if you imagine... The Vader- music that muses musesthetic must must be musesthetic. Hey yo, Mopar is back. Who are you? I don't recognize your name. Hey yo. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I. We don't need we don't need Game of Thrones like sex and brothels. But and why the fuck not? <sighs> Maybe. And that's why when we started talking, I think it was with Jacob Weiss. With the Riley <laughs> said the rating system is B, B for, for balls. balls. <laughs> um. Matt McLean, there he is. Um, Welcome. You, how many times do you change your name on YouTube? It's, your your YouTube name should be not Matt McLean. Jesus Christ, it ain't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. I I just I just want. We've talked about it so many times. I just it doesn't have to be rated R to be rated R. I want you to make a great fucking dramatic movie, and that's what I was getting into. Where we were talking about killing Chewie off. Yeah. Why should they kill Chewie off? Because no one wants Chewie killed off. Yeah. And that would make one of the greatest films of all time if they did it correctly. Like, they have to realize that. Yeah. I'm not saying do it just because I said it. Do it because it feels good. And it's the right thing to do f- to move shit forward. Like, it should be something fucking brutal where Kylo kills Chewie. Or something like that. Like or you grew versa. up with the motherfucker, and you're like, you're so enraged. Well, I thought, hashtag yeah. kill off Chewie. <laughs> there we go. Don't do it. Get out. I I don't want Chewie to die, obviously, but I think because I don't want him to die, that should be part of the movie. Like I, there are fans. We've talked about how he never like felt that obsessed with Han Solo, but there are original trilogy fans that loved Han Solo. It's like that's my favorite character in Star Wars, and he died in seven. So the fans that weren't complete dicks about everything were like. That's a pretty heart-wrenching moment for them. Just think if, like, in, in episode four, when Han comes out of everywhere and shoots and saves... He saves... He comes out of everywhere, okay. <laughs> where he saves Luke on the trench run. Yahoo! What if he did that, and then he was killed, but they still got the proton torpedoes off? I want something like that, where Ray is in danger, she's right fucking there, Chewie comes in and tries to help, and realizes it and has to sacrifice himself. Like the, the gun gets jammed or something. He's like, if I don't do something right fucking now, Ray's going to die and everything's come crumbling down. Yeah. What can I do? I can take the fucking ship and jam it up the impo- and the resist the first order's ass. <laughs> how, many, how many factions are there? <laughs> the first order, the scum and villainy, the Mandalorian, the fucking, the new public. Most of their them. They're asshole. The one big one. <laughs> Same asshole, I think. God damn, I was going to say something right when you were on that rant, and then I forgot. That's what always happens. I just... I know. So you got to realize, like, people's favorite characters, and I don't care who you are, people's favorite characters in Star Wars is the ones on the outside. The Solo, because he's a fucking badass. The fucking Cad Bane, because he's a fucking badass. 
like Yoda because he's wise as fuck and he's kind of weird. Like no one likes, sorry, no one likes like Princess Leia. I don't think that's true. Well, yeah, the little girls because that's, but no, I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm just saying because that's genetic the show, but that that's who they can relate to. I'm saying. When when you look at Star Wars as a whole, who do you, Darth Maul? I wouldn't speak Darth for Darth Maul's fucking awesome because I have talked to some people that do like love Luke Skywalker, and I'm like, who? Why? What have you watched? What's wrong with you? But there are people out there that love like individual characters. Well, and that was actually what I was getting to when we had uh, Weiss on. Was Weiss on? <laughs> the song. Weiss on. Weiss off. Weiss off. <laughs> uh, what I was trying to get to when with your expectations, because a lot of people want that. I came from nowhere. I'm a farm boy. I saved the galaxy. That's not what I want. I want, I, I want some fucking drama. People dying. Serious. Because I don't. What what we say? There there was nothing's. <laughs> there's nothing. There's no. Uh, nothing's on the line. I don't. I and, and like finally. The Last Jedi, I finally felt like, wow, those ships, are, those ships are actually blowing up, and there's only 50 people left. Now there's like 30. Rogue One was on the line, too. Yeah. So one and a half movies out of 10, yeah. I finally feel like there's something on the line. So just make me, Someone, make, make, make me hurt. Make me hurt. I mean, that's what you, why you watch movies. You want to be happy. You want to be wild. You want to be sad. You want to be like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Make that happen. Someone like Weiss that knows more about movies can say with certainty what I'm about to uh, project. But I feel like there's like a narrative style. Like maybe back then when Star Wars originally came out, it was more about the good guys saving things. And like maybe nowadays, I feel like I see in a lot of movies, it's about the good guys really being challenged and not able to just win. They have to work through a bunch of shit in order to win. Well, that's yeah. So it's not like the... Well, that's why we've seen that in 7 and 8 and Rogue One. Like It's it's more along the lines of what we're asking for. Is like, I want to see some struggle. I want to see some challenge. I don't want to see the happy dance. Like That's what you just... That's what I was going to say earlier. And the happy dance thing. Like You in, embodied the issues with 1 through 6. It's the happy dance. Like Even though there's a little, little bit of danger, everyone's just happy dancing through the entire fucking trilogy. Yep. Like you... Well... Part of it is just situation because you obviously know Obi-Wan can't die. You know Vader, Anakin can't die. Like, I don't like that argument for anything, though. But you know it. Regardless, going into it, you're like, these, these seven characters, they can't do but anything. I, I don't think about it that way. Kerner always brings that up when he's talking about Rogue One. You know what's going to happen. He conveniently doesn't bring it up when he's talking about the prequels, though, because he likes prequels. So talk, I'm calling you out, Kerner. Yeah. But, like, I don't like that argument for like a storyline. Like, I like seeing prequels for certain reasons. Even though I know that character is not going to die because he's in the next movie, that doesn't take me away from what's happening right now. No, and that's not what I meant. I'm just saying they're, they're limited. That's what you said. So, that's what I'm still saying. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I just don't know. Back to Star Wars Resistance, <laughs> which is what started what's this that whole about? thing off. I've seen more people. Star Wars fan base sucks. What people are you talking about? I've seen more people talk mad shit about something that hasn't come out than I've ever seen in my life. I posted a story with a screenshot from the trailer with like two of the ships that were flying through. And I was like, dude, Star Wars Resistance looks fucking awesome. With some. People are commenting like, it looks like shit. It is terrible. It's going to be terrible. I guarantee it's terrible. Like you haven't seen it. You've seen 60 seconds of footage. 
The show's not out. You don't know what the storyline is. You have no clue what's happening. Remind me of Speed Racer. Go, Speed Racer, go. I like the animation style. It looks cool, man. I never really watched Speed Racer. I had a little kit. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're not. Uh, I had a a children's movie. I actually think it was made in like the 70s, uh, Speed Racer, and I fucking love it. It was, there was a bunch of gold stolen. Goldar? And Speed Racer was put on the, the case to find out who <laughs> who, who, who uh, stole the gold. And there was a big train in this. <laughs> it was like a train truck car in this race. And they're like, well, it's going from point A to point B. And they think the gold's going to be dropped off at point B. So they thought one of the racers has to be stealing it. And then there was literally like a train truck that entered the race. And they made the train out of the gold that was stolen. Like it was so outrageous. <laughs> That's what I remember. But the the so mock the cartoons are fucking ridiculous. The Mach Five was badass. I was always like super into the Mach Five. You know what I'm talking about? Matt McLean says he doesn't like the look of the show. I'm honestly surprised by the people that say they don't like the look of the show. I think it's interesting. I think it's a nice change. Like Clone Wars Rebels have both had their own kind of style. I th- are you sure he's not talking about this show? Because this is bullshit. I don't like the look of our show either. But hey, I wouldn't stare do. at me for longer than 30 so seconds. So we have somebody to animate our entire being. We can't really do much. Gag hard. What are you talking about? Supposed to talk about Star Wars. Uh, I forgot to tune into the Facebook chat. I'm sorry. Austin says, I love your guys' shirts. Thanks, Austin. This is one of my favorite shirts. This is one of my so favorite I, so series I, of uh, science fiction. It's Han Solo. Yeah, I understand. I actually don't like Han Solo, but I wear him because he looks. I don't badass. love Han Solo, but it happens. Um, can we? Okay, have we ever done this? Do it. What's your speak about top it. three Star Wars characters? Period. Film or everything? All of it. Everything that's been labeled Star Wars. I don't care about canon or non-canon or whatever. Like, what's your top three? And it could be for whatever reason, because they're badass, or they look the coolest, or they're most powerful, or whatever. This is so hard. I hate the question of, like, who's your favorite band? Fuck. I, depending like on the day. ten of them. What well, do you want? Yeah. So, I'm not saying depending on the day. I'm saying today. You go first. All right. Obvious one that I have to put we'll, in there. We'll bounce back and forth, one at, one at, one at a time. And, and this is in no particular order, but this is... Whatever. So top three. Yep. The one I have to put in, and I think you might, is Revan. I fucking love Revan. I, I like I like the character itself. I like the storyline built around him. I like the timeline. And obviously, he's a part of one of the biggest Star Wars games of all time with the biggest what-the-fuck moments. So I, lo- I just love Revan that you can be a part of the Jedi Order not agree with them, be labeled a fucking Sith because you had a fucking argument with the Jedi Council. He comes back as an actual Sith. Mm-hmm. Almost, It's almost like a like a domino effect where you can't go over there. He goes over there. Well, you're not a part of this. And he's like, well, I guess I'm not a part of it. And then he goes out and he's like, oh, look at this other power. I guess that's part of, uh, but whatever. I just, I, I love Revan. I love the, the double bladed or the double singles. The blue, the red, and the I can't know. <laughs> the red and the purple. Yes. The way he's, I mean, he looks badass. I love the mask. I just pointed to fourteen things. You guys can't see this. I love, I love his his garments. Can't see that either. I put Revan by the floor. Sacrilege. Sorry. 
Yeah. So I, I, there are so many reasons why he's one of my favorites. I would love to know more about Revan. Even, sorry, Drew. Even if I don't completely 100% like the Revan book, I still, I want to read about Revan. So sign me the fuck up, Dutini. Cripes. <laughs> I, sometimes I want to say Bane over Revan. And I know I haven't read the second, like the last part of the Bane trilogy, which is sacrilege. I need to read those. But it's more of the fact that he takes the Sith Empire from where it was and is the transition point to move it into what Palpatine is going to oh, build. Dude, he's the reset button. He's the reset button. And then Palpatine... So you're saying Palpatine, Bane? Is that what you're saying? I'm. I, sometimes I think I want to say Bane. Yeah, that's what I'm at. <laughs> I love and then Bane. I, but... And then I think about Revan and how he... Does everything. He does everything. <laughs> he's like... I'm not falling to the dark side, but if we're going to beat these fucks, I need to go use the dark side right now. Yeah. And I'm not going to fall to it. And then my apprentice is going to be a little bitch about everything. I'll get rid of him too. <sighs> it's, it's really, it's really tough to choose between those two. Well, the other, the, I think part of it honestly is his lightsabers. That's no joke. That means a lot to me. Like the color of the lightsabers that's he, that he looks so badass. Plus his mask is more, probably one or two. I love Kylo's mask, by the way. I guess Bane did get, get a lot of his shit from Revan, so I'm going to say Revan. The the moment when you read the Bane book and he opens a holocron from Revan, I shit my pants. It was amazing. Dude, it that's was one of the greatest moments later. in my Star Wars fandom that I've ever, ever seen. See, that's the shit that I wish, because that's, that's just connecting so much. Why don't they do that in the movies? Like, you could make some crazy fucking psycho Sith up that happened, let's call it 800 years ago. I feel ago. like they have a little bit. So why? How? Like how the rebels find Maul on Malachor. Malachor has history in the Old Republic. They're they're like, they're doing so, little niblets. Yeah, niblets. And they're going to drop something one day that's going to be like F Revan's cannon. Fuck. They need to. Something like that. The fact that... They're just gradually, man. It's been two and a half years since Force Awakens came know, out. I know, but it's four movies. But, um... No, I... Three and a half years, sorry. No, two and a half years. Yeah. How many counts? I can't. <laughs> um, all right, yeah. So are, is that both Revan? Yep, that's guaranteed. Uh, I already know my number two, Dooku, no doubt. Okay, we'll, we'll uh, ladder this. Okay. I've, I've ranted and raved about Dooku. I love that's, him. He is... That's surprising, actually, even though I know you love Dooku. I love Dooku. I really do. He comes from the Jedi. Um, well, are you? Whoa, 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 whoa! First of all, so that means you're not going to put Vader, Obi Wan, Commander Cody, like you're, you're Commander Cody's fun. I love the clones. He's kind of a namesake for me because of my name, but I don't think he's one of my favorite characters. Okay, all he does is hand Obi Wan his lightsaber and then shoot at, after him and then misses. Good job, Cody. Okay, Chewie, like you're, you're, you're exiting. That's, I'm thinking about my number three real hard. I love Chewie. I really do love Chewie. Um, I love Kylo. That's no joke. I I'm struggling with my last two. Yeah, I really I I like. Uh, I'm trying to look around my like my pop figures and see like who I think of. I honestly love Han Solo too. K two. Um, I love Dooku though. I will talk about that. He is like esteemed as the best duelist in the galaxy. He's a savage. Um, I like that he's Palpatine's apprentice and he's like trying to learn from him even though he's older than him, but also has his own plans and like gets Asajj and Savage Press under his side and everything and like has his own little agenda going on on the sidelines and... <clears throat> sidelines? Excuse me. 
runs the CIS and everything. He has that political aspect and everything in there, which is cool. Uh, I've been a Dooku fan for a while and cuts fucking Anakin and Obi-Wan up like butter without even trying episode two. But he, he wasn't... What? My powers have doubled... That is, that, that's a, a good talking point for Anakin. Like, he should have lost that. But because he tapped into himself and, like, tapped in the dark side a little bit because Obi-Wan was almost dead over in the corner, he ended up winning. Is that what? Guaranteed. <laughs> I think it was just They that were fucking, both losing when there was like, two of them. And now when there was one of them, Obi-Wan stuck under a ladder over there. He ends up coming back and cutting his fucking head off. Hmm... Matt McLean likes my shirt. Thanks, man. It's a good shirt. All right. What's your number two? This is this is tough. It I, is tough. You're, it's your fucking question, though. It's a tough question. It's a good question. I'm just looking at my action figures to see if I think of anybody. Hello. It's really tough. Like, I love Kylo. I love Snoke. R2. I love Chewie. Nah, I wouldn't put R2 or 3PO on my thing. Lando. Nah, not Lando. Cheer it. It's kind of cool. Yeah. How how close is Chewie and Groot? Because you me? can't you can't understand either of them. Oh yeah, like they can't speak. They're both giant, tall, brown, strong things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like <laughs> how? And then you just made a list. I like Chewie. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I like Chewie and Groot a lot. Yeah, Groot's one of my favorite in the MCU. All right, this is probably gonna piss some people off, but. It wouldn't be Star Wars if it didn't piss anybody off. Might put Kylo. I I fucking love Kylo because he's so conflicted. He doesn't know. He's so strong and he doesn't. But it's like he has no direction. He's just. I gotta find Luke Skywalker. There he is. Fuck everything. Like he. I <laughs> uh, just. I like the angst. Like he doesn't know his purpose. Just like Ray, where they're kind of like both like still searching, but they have both. It's almost like they both have come to power without a direction yet. Like she's figuring out how to lift rocks and save people and, and fly everything. Yeah. But what am I doing? What am I doing with my life? Sorry. Like Snoke's dead. They should all just go have a fucking picnic. <laughs> I'm uh, going to save you some time. I'm also saying Kyla for number three. No doubt. I haven't said my number three though. I know. I'm going number three first. Yeah, dude. Kylo, I, I love... I severely love that we have a villain that doesn't start off as a 100% villain. He knows his motives. This is the bad guy. We got to get him, you et cetera. Just, you just said three Sith. Well, yeah. if you want to call Kylo a Sith. Big surprise. I like the dark side. Uh, my number three might throw a little loop, which is kind of premature because I haven't finished her novel. Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Yeah. Yeah, she's up there for sure. I like Ahsoka because she's in the middle yeah. of everything. Revan's in the middle too. I wouldn't really call him a Sith. He's in the middle. Well, I I don't I didn't mean her as in like force. I meant like plot. Like True. she's in the middle, like Obi-Wan, Anakin, Tarkin. Like she's she's got her fingers, like her story web is touching everybody that we all love. It's crazy that we neither of us said Vader. Dave Filoni actually said something really interesting about that. She was, she, sorry, Dave, he's not listening to this. Uh, he was on the Star Wars show and he was talking about Ahsoka and they were like, you know, everyone loves Ahsoka. It's like the most beloved character right now. And he was saying it's interesting because it's a bridge between people that love Anakin Skywalker from the prequels 
and that people that love Darth Vader from the original trilogy and Ahsoka is kind of like has a bit of both of those characters. She's like in the her, mediator, and she's like mediating between dark she, side and light side. Anakin. She knew them both, which only what that was like a genius Obi- explanation from him. Obi Wan. Like, How many people actually know that Anakin became Vader? Like Obi Wan figured it out. Ahsoka knows. Obi Wan, no, Obi Wan knew it happened and then cut him up. Oh, you mean like in the suit and everything? Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. Because you got to think, who who names when Vader's standing there, suited Vader, and calls them Anakin? Ahsoka does, talking shit. Yeah. Tarkin suspects. Thrawn suspects. And then I think, uh, oh, um, the other, the the library lady. Lady, yeah. You know who I'm talking about? Jocasta knew, yeah. Jocasta knew, actually knew that. Because yeah. she called him Anakin. Because yep. I remember him Anytime coming out. anyone calls Vader Anakin, he wants to fucking... Rip. Oh, he fucking... He just oh, slaughters 12 people outside. <laughs> you mispronounced my name, bitch. It's not Anakin. <laughs> Dick exchange. Pulls Kylo. Yeah, Kylo definitely is... So I said recap. I said Revan, Dooku, and Kylo. And you said Revan, Ahsoka, and... What was your number two? Kylo. Sorry. Yeah, I I, re- I truly like mine, but not not the fact. It's just weird that I I, I have one like Sith. Well, I guess two bad guys, one good guy, but they're all from very different storylines. Like Ky- like Kylo and Ahsoka would never overlap. Like no- nothing of mine overlaps. Yeah. I also it's hard for me to say Ahsoka when Obi Wan's still a fucking badass. I love I like if I had to pick my favorite Jedi, it would be Obi Wan. But Ahsoka's my more favorite character because of how she's involved. Uh, like so, it's like oh, so my random question would be: Who do you think meant more to Anakin, Ahsoka or Obi Wan? It's a good question. I know we were talking about that, like the Jedi Order versus Padme. It's almost like father and daughter, like to to Anakin, like. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't. Do, know. Did all these fuckers tune out? Like, what? Come on, what the guys? Fucking tune in. This is decide. the best part of the show, and Please you fucking decide. fucked around. Um, holy shit, this smells like an actual brewery. Yeah, this is. We're drinking. We're doing a sipping beer for afterwards. Twenty first century. Whoa! First Amendment. It's a Mexican lager. It's good. This is fucking perfect. It's great. It's this is exactly what lager. I needed. Yeah. Oh. Um. What was I saying? Um, Obi-Wan or Ahsoka? So Obi-Wan, this is why I didn't put any light side people in my um, in my list. I understand that Rey is going through some shit. I understand that Luke, if you really break it down, like has gone through a tough time, but what we see in the movies, you don't really get to see the full picture of that. It just kind of seems like Weiss said last episode that he's just like happily floating from like... Happy a, dancing. Like space to space. So I, I don't put any light side people in there because the reason people are on the dark side is because something has fucked with them to such a point where they fell, they turned against their friends, they decided to go to the unknown regions and find some solution. Like some big conflict has popped up and they've tried to make a change or make amends with that and they have fallen on the dark side because of that. And that's why I love where that conflict is. And Kylo is the prime example of that, at least for what we see on screen. Like Adam Driver's <clears throat> portrayal... One thousand percent, one of the best act, best acting performances of my life, and it's just cool to see somebody on screen that is dark 
but has some light trying to poke its way in and has he's a little bit unsure you know what would be really cool what would be really cool is if because okay inside the star wars universe it's always black and white you did one thing wrong you're a sith you're an enemy to everybody blah 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 yeah i would love if they twisted that in a way that like kylo's anger and confusion is not necessarily evil like he doesn't want to openly kill everybody he right. held a grudge against luke who tried to fucking kill him from his point of view yeah from a certain point of view no he not from a certain point of view he luke tried to fucking kill him one way or the from, other he thought about it and or tried the real point of view is that yeah luke thought about it and then changed his mind but you wake up to luke uh, half swing. That's why the certain point of view thing solves every plot hole in Star Wars. Also, why the flashback sequence in Last Jedi is fucking beautiful. Uh, him killing his dad is evil. Who are you talking about? Oh, Kylo. Kylo. Yeah, no, guarantee. I'm not saying that he's not evil. I'm just saying that he's not 100% evil, guaranteed, with no conflict, goes through his plot, killing people left and right without any thought about it. But that's, that's almost... While, while I agree, it is... A porter. A porter? It's let's drink about it's it. A stout. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree it's it's evil, but I think it was means to an end for Kylo himself. Like he's searching to kill his attacker. Mm -hmm. It's almost like like with the, the attack on Padme. And Padme wants to kill the in episode two? Yeah. We're calling Padme evil because she's looking to kill her attacker. Right. That's what how we're viewing Kylo right now. Well, there's more to it than I that. think. Yeah. Well, you start talking about the dark side and how you fall, and then you're kind of clouded on all the judgment. But it all comes back to human thought. And you like, if you're holding a grudge, every time you see a picture of the person you're holding a grudge, you get pissed. And then I yell at you about how the podcast sucks ass. <laughs> like it affects so much. Like he, you, you go down one path. You can't turn back and like take that back. You are forever down because you, you made a decision. Once I'm talking on turn down the dark I'm path forever no, will it dominate your no, destiny. No, that's so incorrect. And they prove they proved that wrong with Vader. Yeah, hundred percent. Yoda doesn't that's know what the, the fuck he's talking about. He's high as fuck by that time. He's tripping on beans. That's why I hate the original he was trilogy. Gassy as fuck. So gassy he became gas. Like he so many beans he gotta eat <laughs> to become well, Weiss, Weiss was cracking me up last episode. He's like how did Yoda, the Grandmaster of the Jedi Order, die? He fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, the blankets were too heavy. Uh. No, I think, uh, uh, and Shinobi just says, I'm calling it now, Kylo will turn back to the light side, to, but sacrifice himself to save others. I would love that. And I would love it. I, th I think it would fit. You know what's weird is, like, he's gone down this path, he's made a decision, he killed his dad. But he also killed his fucking master, who's the evil villain of this sequel or of this uh, trilogy so like where does it end there has to be a, a a a switch in his mind where i can't do that i, I would, can do anything for love but i won't I kill chewy <laughs> i would like to see some internal dialogue from him because i want to know why like i want to know why he was so dead set on committing himself to the dark side that he killed his dad but then when the time came for with Ray, he tried to get his mentor out of the way and then convince her to join him to do something else. So it's not just 
one motive, like trying to get back to Luke Skywalker. Like he tried to con- like get Ray to join him to rule the First Order. Could you imagine? So there's something going on in his head where it's not just revenge with Luke. It's he wants to control things in a certain type of way. And I, I want to know like where that motivation comes from. I wonder if there's like a just going to be like an epiphany moment in Episode Nine where, like Ray, the fact that Ray and Kylo exist means there's going to be strife. Like there's going to be war. There's going to be conflict. So if they just off themselves and not, I'm not saying you they go on. You mentioned mur- that last episode. Like, Ray, like there's a lot of conflict because there's somebody on the light side that's like keeping things in balance. Oh, Ray just kills herself. Because what would happen? Okay, Kylo, like, because the ba- the the force is always looking to balance itself. It would just put itself in somebody else. True, but it would take probably what thirty years. Like the broom kid's gonna get pissed and stub his toe, and then he's gonna become a Sith. Like I feel like there could be something crazy at the end where there's no more strong force power people. There's if, no more strong force sensitives. If the there's no more kid, people talking. If the broom there's, kid, you can't say anything else. If the broom kid is training under Ray in Episode Nine, I walk out of the theater. Welcome, God. Godric. Uh, isn't there always desire to bring powerful Jedi over to the dark? But I'll, I'll continue. Jesus, Han was an emotional growth, emotional growth to the dark side. Oh, for, for Kylo. For Kylo. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but you obviously Kylo. You see, Kylo has his own motive. Like the fact that he killed Snoke in eight. Killed Snoke when Ray was on his side and with him. Like, like was he, he didn't just kill Snoke as soon as they showed up in his throne room at the beginning of the movie. But do you think it he from killed the- him when that when Ray was, you know, traveled from Octo to like help him out and everything. Converting Ray is a business decision. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um no, it is. It's true. But what was it such situational because he thought, well, I'm gonna bring in Ray because that's what Snoke wants. But we have such a connection where if I off Snoke, all the guards, me and Ray, can take all the guards. This is a question that I have if Ryan Johnson ever comes on the show. Like, I'm curious, is Kylo knew all along that Snoke was toying with him and got Rey in order to help him kill Snoke? Or do you see when 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 Snoke says in, in episode eight, it was I who bridged your minds, and then it goes to Kylo and you see him just look up. I can't tell if he's surprised or if he's like yeah, bitch, I knew that. And you're about to get cut in half. You know what I mean? That's, like, what, that's, that's the side like, I'm on. Like his expression is so, it's so vague that he I just can't looks tell up. which it's on. He just it's looks just, up. He's like, yeah, I knew that. He, it's just like a recognition. Yeah. And that's it. Right. He doesn't say like, I know. It's just like, So I'm yeah. curious, like from the first time that the, the force time thing happened, the force Skype, like if Kylo was like, oh, she's not doing this. Oh, obviously it's Snoke. Okay. We're going to fucking toy with this in our direction and, and make things happen. Or was he literally being tweaked by Snoke? And then once he realized it happened, then he was like, bitch, you're getting out. I'm cutting you in half. Hey, baby, I'm going to tweak you tonight. (laughs) No, I, uh, the only thing I have to say that opposes that thought is when they actually are bridged for the first time, he asks, like, yeah, like you're not doing this. The the effort alone will kill you. What does he say? You're not wise enough, or you're not strong enough, or not. I literally just said what he said. What did he say? You're not wise enough. <laughs> he says you can't be doing this. The effort alone would kill you. That's 
spicy. There's there's a lot of gray water, gray. which is what I love. I think I feel like this is one thing that I love about the uh, sequel trilogy is that the happy dance type of era is over. There is no ha- I it's fucking not, love it. It's not black and white. It's not easily good guy bad guy. There's a lot of gray area. There's a lot of Kylo from a certain point and of you view. You mentioned this point. Kylo is on the dark side and is feeling a call to the light. We've never heard that before. Like Ray is with resistance, but comes from. Well, I guess we've seen that before. So do you, let's talk now. about the call to the light. Do you think that's like Leia? No, it's probably. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Do you think Leia? She's got to be an active force user. I she's, think he fucking spent sixteen years on on the light side. And doesn't have a legitimate... Switched and is now like... Oh, wait. It's kind of... I can still hear it. Right? Like, you can't... How... All right. Listen. Listen. Think about the transition. We are all listening. It's a podcast. Hey, guys. I just want to make sure you're listening, please. Smell. Think of... (laughs) See. Think of the transition that Anakin went to to become Darth Vader. A long, gradual transition. It was... Being scared to lose his wife. Then he ended up losing his wife. He got cut in half. Whoa, 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 whoa. He loses his his mother. Mother and then his wife. All limbs gone, on fire, et cetera, et cetera. Being toyed by Palpatine. Realizes that the reason he went to the dark side doesn't even exist. Because he's like, well, we could probably figure it out, but I can't do it. All that shit happened. Do you think the... Wait, 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 let me finish. All that stuff that leads Anakin to the dark side. And then we see in the comic book. He commits. He's like, okay, Anakin's dead. I'm Vader. He's trying to convert and bleed the lightsaber. Listen, he intensifies. I like that concert. <laughs> <laughs> he pushes all those memories and stuff out of his mind because he has committed 100%. That's very intense shit. Think of what has happened to Kylo to make him change to the dark side. It's been so- all of it. All that it has been is Snoke in his ear and he wakes up to Luke standing over top of him and that's it. See, I think there's more to that. I there, think there the, the Knights of Ren is going to answer a be, lot. But what we've seen so far, his transition to the dark side is so minimal compared to Anakin's. Of course, he's still hearing beckonings from the light side and everything. Dude, you know how quick I would turn to the dark side? I would slam. I would wake up in the middle of the night, got to pee and slam my shin on something. And I would murder. Electrocute the fucking bathroom. Fuck. <laughs> And like, Listen, I would be born on the dark side. <laughs> I named my three favorite characters. They're all on the fucking dark side. So yeah. thank you very much. I'm surprised you, to be honest, I'm surprised you put, and I know you sing the praises of Dooku, but I'm surprised Can't you didn't you. put Chewie Baka. I love Chewie. He's cool. But he's still, no, okay, and this isn't a knock to him, but he's still a number two. Because Han and then Rey, like, He's always he's always the, the the sidekick. The sidekick, but in the best way you could ever yeah, be. Yeah. No like, he can run the motherfucker. Yes. He just doesn't I don't you don't have to. So yeah, no negativity. I'm gonna play Pazak in the back he, and get he drunk. Steps up when he needs to. Yeah. You see now that he's in the Falcon, he's in charge with Ray's in the fucking in the gunner seat. If you had to ask me my favorite number twos, Chewbacca definitely guaranteed. K two. And then K two R two Ahsoka. BB eight. Ahsoka's not a number two, get out of town. Yeah. Yep. Anyways, what's your favorite color? <laughs> orange. It is not. Your favorite color is blue. Blue. Do you know what my and, favorite and color then is? And then orange. What's yours? I was actually wondering about this. So Green? Yeah. Nice. There's not that many colors, so. <laughs> There's an unlimited amount <laughs> of colors, good actually. Odds for guessing. <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah. No, um, it's blue and then orange for sure. You know what's weird? What's weird? Commander and I have been best friends for what three, four days. 
Um, I like. It's so weird that like the small stuff like that. I don't know that much. Like, if I had to ask you your favorite animal, I don't fucking know. I also, I'm not a person that fucking thinks about my favorite animal. So why would I care about that bit of? I don't know. I was driving over here, and I actually, <laughs> you know, why I asked the color thing was I was driving over here. I was like, I was wonder, wonder what like the listeners might want to hear about us, and I was like, I wonder what Cody's favorite color is because I truly don't know. And I thought, I think you've said blue maybe four years ago or seven years ago. <laughs> It's funny that you could probably guess my favorite Star Wars character, but couldn't guess like my favorite animal. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a fuck that much about animals. I have a clear cut favorite animal. What? Guess it. Let's see. I'll 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 even Turtle. This guy over here has knows better than you. <laughs> you I don't I don't know. Well, how am I gonna guess? Panda? My, turtle? My my favorite Aardvark? <laughs> my favorite uh Animal we, has. He said we would get wrecked on the newlywed game. That's so true. My favorite uh, animal has forever been a hawk. Really? That's yeah. interesting. That's cool. Partly because it's a fucking raptor. Partly because of uh, animorphs, and that kid gets stuck <laughs> as a hawk, and I thought that was bad fucking ass. That's cool. Yeah. What was his Tobias? His name was Tobias. Oh my god! Did I have? I'm so happy I remembered something. His name was Tobias. I don't know. I never. I, did, I read like the first book, and then I went to Everworld because the same person wrote Everworld. I, you know what's funny is I I read a hundred percent of the Everworlds. I don't remember a fucking thing. Dude, it's so good. It's the coolest premise ever. I just remember them being in tunnels a lot. <laughs> Godric says we would get wrecked in the newlywed game. We should do a newlywed game for all of the Star Wars podcasts that are co-hosted and try to do like a newlywed game between the two hosts. That'd be funny as fuck. At celebration, April, bitch, I'm done. <laughs> We've never been done, but now we are. I feel like I have the Everworlds up there. Yeah, there's three of them right there. First three. That's weird because I know, like, if you would have said Everworld to me, I would have known the cover, the fucking the text, yep, the font, With like the two eyes, all of it. Yes, yeah. everything. Yeah. I don't remember a fucking word inside the book though. The premise. So if you, we've talked about this probably a year ago, a long time ago, uh, if you've never heard of it, it's a teen adult. Teen adult. <laughs> it's a young adult <laughs> series. The premise is all the gods in Fuck. mythology created their own world. So all the Norse gods, the Aztec gods, the Greek gods, what? everybody got together and created their own alternate dimension. And then these this group of teenagers from our dimension, one of the chicks is fucking weird. And they w- try woman, to, woman. Senna is her name. Chick, broad. What is it? What am I gonna say? And they follow her, and they get um, accidentally like sucked into the other world. So there's like five or six teenagers, and they're living in this new world. Like they land in like in uh, the Norse mythology realm of this of this new universe. So Loki's there, and Fenrir, the giant uh, wolf, and everything is there. And then there's a big desert and jungle where there's Aztecs and like sacrificing people. And then they meet with like Merlin and there's fucking dragons. Like they oh. cover every, all the cool nerdy shit. Like they every, just connect it all. All the mythology that I've ever heard of has been so cool. And they just connect everything's like in one fucking world. It's so sweet. So anyways, everworld.com squad pod. <laughs> That's funny. Um, Speaking of back to what we're talking about with Kylo and him getting seduced and everything. Like this is why I really, really want to know more about Snoke. I know I've said this and I'm repeating myself, but... I want to ask before you get into that. Yes. Is there an issue that we don't know that much about Snoke? 
I don't think it's from the main storyline. I don't think it's detrimental. But me as a giant Star Wars fan, I really want him to be one of our next big series. You know why it's not detrimental? Because it's it's <laughs> discremental. Because it's the fucking story is not about Snoke. We don't need to know. All right. Like episode seven and eight. Not pissed. Episode seven and eight is about Ray and Kylo. I understand. Dot com. No, I, but these fuckers don't. Like, if Dude, I, I can understand, listen. I can understand you guys not enjoying seven or eight. But the, if you don't enjoy seven or eight because you don't know everything about fucking Snoke and what he had for breakfast, go fuck off. Listen, I can't because you choke. Original trilogy was about Luke, but who was a shit we character? We ended up getting a prequel trilogy that is m- very much about Palpatine. I'm no, not that's fucked. It's about Anakin. And what are you talking about? No. Yes. I would say it's about Anakin first, about Obi-Wan second, and then about Palpatine third. I would say Palpatine second, probably. Well, you're wrong. Listen, even if it's Palpatine third. Listening continues. That's a that's a that's a that's a that's a that's a, that's a <laughs> why are we in person again? That's a big uh big number. What am I trying to say? You've never spoke before. Sorry. Even if he is like the third most important person in the prequels, he's up there. Like it's very much about how Palpatine is a nobody in the background, starts as a senator, gains control, and fucking starts the empire. You can't deny that that's huge. The original no, trilogy pivotal wise, yeah. The original trilogy doesn't not work without seeing the prequels, but seeing the prequels makes it way more interesting because you know all the background stuff. The sequel trilogy is perfectly fine by itself without Snoke's backstory. But as a huge Star Wars fan, I would really love to know a lot more about Snoke. How did he amass power? What did he look like before he was deformed? What? How did he seduce Kylo Ren away from Luke Skywalker? What was her, what were his motives? Yes, exactly. No, I, my own question. No, for I, me. I agree. I'm just saying. And if you don't like seven or eight because you don't know everything about Snoke, you're a shit human. Well, you're you're just dumb. Yeah. It doesn't make I would, worse. I also agree. I want to know everything about him. Yeah. But the fact that I don't get it in seven and eight doesn't mean seven and eight are terrible. Yes. I, I should not have. Exp- that, that was one of the big awakenings is like, no, the force awakened. Not you. I wanted to the know commander awakened. when we went into Last Jedi. It didn't happen. Snoke died. And I was like, well, this is fucked. And then I gradually realized, like, I should not have expected Snoke's backstory in a movie about Rey and Kylo. Where does eight rank for you now? Like f- five, so half, half, four, through. five. Yeah, right in the middle. That's about where it's at. For we me. haven't done a ranking. I actually meant to do it with Weiss last week because he was also talking shit about uh, Return of the Jedi. So maybe I actually haven't watched a Star Wars movie in like a month. It's a long time for me. I watched Rush Hour like three times this week, so that's so number Star Wars one. rankings: Rush Hour, Rush Hour, Episode Five, Rush Hour Two, <laughs> Rogue One, Episode One. Dude, the Rush Hour movies, I don't know what it is. And we talked about the like the dynamics between uh uh what's his first name? Carter. Carter. Chris um, Tucker and Jackie. Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan and then Will, Will Smith and White Dude. Oh, Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Black, yeah. Like those two dynamics, they work so well. But first of all, Rush Hour, I it's not even close to me anymore. I watched Rush Hour twice in a week, and it was hilarious both times. Yeah, Rush Hour is a very—it's gem. But it's like situationally funny, like the fat, 
stupid fool. Like, it's not like he's telling a joke. He's just a jackass behind the wheel. Like, <laughs> like you, you hear the jackasses are the best. Well, you just you hear a joke. And then from there on, the joke's not as funny anymore. You put yourself in a situation and make it funny. That's funny forever. That's okay. And my mom always says, I don't really get the fucking Three Stooges because no, no, the Three Stooges is fucking hilarious because of the situation they're put in. Half of it's physical comedy and they're smacking each other, but it's like, like we got virtually so mad at your mom. I'm offended for her. (laughs) She does. She knows. She knows my feeling about Three Stooges. No, I understand what you mean. And that's like why we jive on a big, um, on a lot of ways in our sense of comedy, me, you, and especially Tommy Boy too, is like, the situational stuff and what this fucking dude is making an expression in the back of the room is the funniest part of any movie to me. Yeah. Because the joke, like, uh, you can write a good joke. I'll laugh at it. And that's where it ends. That's the shitty thing about physical, like, not physical jokes, but like... Stand-up comedy? Yeah. It's kind of like a horror movie. Like, you see it, you need some time before no, exactly. you see it again because you will remember all the jokes. Exactly. You see it, and then a year later, you see it again, and that's probably like two or three watchings, and then you're done. Unless you forget, the horror film is not going to be as scary. The the laugh at the joke is not going to be as loud or whatever. Like, it, you lose it. But the situational comedy, like, you, you put yourself in that situation. How would you act? Well, this fucker did this instead, and you're like, Oh, God, why did he do that? I love it. I fucking love it. I don't know what it is, and I just explained it. <laughs> well. <laughs> oh, Arch he's back in town. Utini. Um, no, that's good shit. I understand what you mean 100%. So I do want... So one thing that I watched right before I came over uh, was... I'm just going to call him a fucking 10-year-old. Who? Kerner. Um, <laughs> That's 1,000% No, uh, I, I watched a YouTube video and it popped up on, obviously my YouTube is like suggestion. Um, was, like I said, I'm just going to call him a 10-year-old, but it was like a father and son and they watched episode one for the first time. The kid was an existing Star Wars fan and he knows most of the characters and everything, but he w- didn't watch the prequels because he knew people hated them. Ugh, that makes me so sad. Yes, I, and that's why I'm bringing it up. Good. Because the father was a great human being and said, listen, I want you to just sit here and watch it. You don't have to understand it all. Like a 10-year-old, like trade federate, like you don't really know. So just, just watch it. If you have any questions, I'll answer it along the way. Let's fucking go. And the kid was so hyped. But it's shitty that the kid... It took his father to go out of his way to be like, you should watch this, yeah. regardless of what everyone else says. Because yeah. as a 10-year-old, it sucks that like I, I don't want to watch this because everybody else that I like, it's popular to hate. Kids, if you, <laughs> you sh- first of all, you, first should, of all, you shouldn't be. Off, yeah. Go to your room and ground yourself <laughs> because you shouldn't be watching. This. Ground yourself <laughs> and then put in episode one. Um, but that's that's so pissed off of this whole situation. I yeah. can't Good on that Guys, dad for do what that, the yeah. fuck you want to do. Why would you you don't take everybody else's opinions. You could really fucking like a it could be a zero out of a million movie yeah. rating. You could fucking like it. Yeah. UHF like it. is the worst movie ever made. Hilarious. Jerk off to it twice a week. 
Like, mom, yeah, if you're still on here, I'm sorry. There's an issue. There's an issue here. <laughs> I want to talk about it because it's frustrating as hell because all of the anti Star Wars Ouch. hatred of the new stuff happened when Phantom Menace came out with all the old fans that loved the original trilogy, waited in line for like two days to see episode one back when they still did midnight releases, which I actually miss because waiting in line is kind of fun. Um, Mud Night. Mud Night. And it, ha- and it was not what they expected or wanted or had ever seen before, and they were pissed about it. That all happened back then before social media even existed. That got ingrained in the culture of reviews of Star Wars, of people's opinions of Star Wars. You see documentaries that came out anytime between like 2000 and 2000, even up to The Force Awakens, like 2015. There's like a 15 year gap where anything that mentioned Star Wars was like, Star Wars changed my fucking life. Didn't really watch the prequels, but Star Wars changed my life. That happens. Everything I've seen, the toys that made us, that documentary on Netflix, I like even that, everything they talked about was the original trilogy toys from Kenner Toys, which is cool. I mean, it's cool because it's, it's historic, but two, everyone that they talked about was like, didn't really love the prequels. It's 2000% nostalgia. First of all, the toys now. Blow the, better. blow the shit away. A fucking pop now compared to an action figure back then. Look at this shit. That, that's, that's Cad Bane right there. That is fucking Cad Bane. Fucking A. Welcome to the podcast, Cad Bane. Like, I thought he was actually here for a second. Um, second of all, damn, I missed a show. Travis Dunn, we're in the middle of it. We're done. Christ. Actually, we had Jesus beer earlier, so no, we didn't. <laughs> no, we we didn't, had to throw it, it out. We're having it next year. We're not. We're not next year. <laughs> okay, this is. We gotta r- ramble this in real close. Ramble it in. I, am, uh, I no, was it's just what, frustrated for a while that that was part of the Star Wars fan culture. The nightmare that I see now is because the father of children now now not not for this guy in particular because this was the best father thing that could ever have happened. In 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 my example, but um, don't distract yourself with that. Keep talking. I don't read the most of anything. Keep talking. Uh, Stop saying. I'm just uh. saying. Keep talking. Well, I'm just saying my nightmare, and it's coming true, is fathers, well, and mothers, Star Wars fans that were not happy with the prequel trilogy would sway their children not to see it. Yes. Because, well, because first of all, fuck you. I don't care if you like it or not. Your child might fucking love it. Yeah. Why would you limit your children because you had an opinion about something so many years ago? I didn't like Jar Jar, so I didn't watch uh, episode two or three. Dude, your, your kid fo- could fucking... Love episode two. Yeah. It's the worst one. I don't give a fuck. It could be like the spark. I've shut up. Please. I think it's becoming way more clear now that we have three separated generations of Star Wars. Like people that loved the original trilogy. People that are old kids. Yeah. People that are old now. They are in one generation. Yep. People grew up with the prequels like us. Extremely young people. Obsessed. Yep. Love that. And there are kids now that are growing up with Rebels and the sequel trilogy that love that. And there's nothing wrong with that, but you have to realize that like they can't, it's hard to like make everybody happy. Well, it's not even that so much as you can expect every new generation. There's 
a 16-year gap between episode 6 and episode 1. And there's, if you think about it, there's a 22-year gap between episode 4 and episode 1. You can't expect those movies to be the same. You can't expect Lucas to write the same fucking thing. It should be, it should be the same. You're right. Damn it. <laughs> we should just, what we should do as a test, we should just, I'm going to take this audio file and release it as every episode, every week for like six weeks and see what happens. It's, just, it's about, or we should take our favorite, our like our, our most downloaded episode and just release that every single week. It's like, yeah, you guys want the same thing every time, right? Yeah, guaranteed. Star Wars fans, yep. Uh, I had to muddle through. So Travis Dunn's actually a good example. Um, I had to muddle through. You once again didn't read the full message. What? He was making fun of you for not reason, reading the full message. That's what I was trying and to talk about earlier. Like, I had to muddle through. So, yep, he was talking <laughs> about this. <laughs> I know exactly okay. what you're saying. No, please continue for the listeners. Uh, I had to muddle through, but I let my kids experience them when they were old enough. What does that mean, old enough? Christ, there's not any bangs. Yes, there is. I mean, what? You're very beautiful, my lady. When her tits are popping episode out. Episode three was PG-13. The other two are PG. You're good to go. Can you imagine? Episode two, there's tits everywhere. That one scene by the fireplace, and that's it. What? Midriff? That's, yeah. That was the hottest thing I had seen in a long it's time. It's true, but kids don't pay attention <laughs> to that shit. <laughs> we did. I want a pop of Padme. No one. Little fucking white thing when she gets cut by that. I hope that's what the Padme book's about. Is her her, her <laughs> choice of midriff? Stop. <laughs> no, I love that. All right, it's over. Travis Dunn continues. I'm only disappointed they haven't got to watch the original theatrical version. Okay, for everybody that is watching, and you too, because I don't know if you watch these yet. You two sucks. Okay, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, one of our patrons was so kind as to upload the despecialized version. Mm -hmm. So this isn't an official cut. This is somebody put together uh, various versions of original cuts of the original trilogy of Star Wars. I said original a lot there, but it's hard not to. Spark it. The sparks of everything. Um, it is as close to a cinematic version in HD that we're going to get. So it's called Despecialized. Look it up. Uh, if you're a patron of the show, Weiss has been so kind as to upload those for everybody. So you can just download it from the link. I've watched episodes four and five one million times better. I oh, I can imagine. I swear to God, it's one million fucking times better. I watched episode four and it was kind of like a religious experience because I haven't seen the original uncut stuff since you had the VHS and we watched those in high school. So it's been like, it's been, geez, it's been like 12, 13 high years. was a long time ago. 12 or 13 years since I've seen those. Yeah. So it was great to watch that. And I'm looking forward to six because people have said by far six is the best one. It removes the size noodles fucking jam band thing and all that bullshit from episode six. That's not the worst part of episode six. What are you fucking scoffing about? The fact that they get rid of sly noodles sly is noodles. <laughs> what do you have to say? <laughs> That's her name, isn't it? No, it's Sai Snoodles. <laughs> Sorry, I got text myself so I don't forget. Um <laughs> That's <laughs> it's a big part of the fucking scene, man. It's like a full two minutes. We forgot about Grievous. <laughs> what are you talking about? Sorry, guys. If you're not watching this, you're, you're pissed. Like the best 
character. <laughs> He's, got, he's, he's got cool, but he's not the best. He's got four arms. He's not the best. He's just cool. The dog. <laughs> okay, Holy shit. Um, I think we're about done with this shit. Uh, resistance looks great. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I just... <clears throat> There's a lot of bad stuff in episode six. The fact that you get rid of part of a jam band, you're going to say, oh, it was fucking perfect then. That's just part of it. No. It's most of it. The cringiest part of episode six for me has been most of Jabba's Palace. Now I'm going to see the original version of that. That's a big, so that's a big part of the solution. <laughs> Anyone listening, you couldn't see that. That's what happens. That's I, half, I half of the sail barge. Fake kick. You got to take what you can get. I'm going to swing this. As soon as it gets close to you, you just jump. Oh, I got a piece of it. Okay. You just take what you can get though. That's just part of it. We're going to give away a broken piece of something here now. I said it, so we got to do it. Long story short, just if you haven't seen the Despecialized in a while or at all, go find them. Do the Watch it. It's good for you. Highly recommend. Um, we have to do our giveaway because we almost forgot. We do. We forgot last week and we almost forgot this week, so it's time to do it. Um, so what's happening today is the Ray. Despecialized version. Despecialized, right? Could you uh, imagine if they made the Kenner toys now? Be like, this doll ha- has no hair. Actually, she comes with pants, and that's it. I would love for them to just troll themselves and make like a special version of Episode Seven, just for to, for fuck around. Oh yeah. Um. So this is the Island Adventure Ray with the robes and everything from Episode Eight. Uh, this is going to one of our patrons. The head doesn't move. It's missing a leg. I've seen all the pieces and I dropped it on the floor. It actually doesn't look like Ray at all. Uh, it's going to one of our patrons at our $10 tier. Time to plug Patreon. Patreon.com slash Rogue Squad Pod and or just search Rogue Squadron Podcast. Uh, we do uh, do give up. We give something away once a we month. We do do a giveaway uh, every month for our $10 tier. Uh, not only do you get to join our, our fucking craziest thing ever message. Yes. Yes. Board thing. Yes. And I will say, most people have said that their favorite thing about this is that Star Wars fans are annoying as fuck and they all want to complain about everything. But our WhatsApp group chat is a place where everybody can be like, oh shit, the Resistance trailer dropped. That's actually where I saw it for the first time. Brian mm-hmm. Shannon shared that in the, in the chat. Uh, Resistance trailer dropped and everyone's like, well, this looks cool. Uh, animation style is cool. It's different. I'm in, I'm interested. I'm excited. Except but for, also, except for Jammy, who was being a fucking bitch about everything. Well, I was, you, I was just gonna say, with it, no one gets criticized, but Cripes over here. Well, I mean, we gotta fuck with each other. It's a real watching <laughs> podcast. No, but it, I think it's a, a fair like. It's a safe space for Star Wars fans. You can say whatever you want. I can, I shouldn't do that. Actually, we're gonna get kicked off of YouTube. Shit, a hate speech. What's hate speech? Everything. <laughs> Are you talking? I hate it. Um, right, so the giveaway happens. The ten dollar tier or above. It happens once a month. Somebody in that tier gets it. Also, before you give this and shit this away, month, I g- before you give this shit away, not only do you get part of the fucking message feed thing, WhatsApp group, which is part of. Listen, this is the one of the greatest things of all time. We're downplaying that because everybody in that group is fucking awesome, and you can. You can say your oh Snoke sucks because X Y Z and all this, and we're all like, shit, that's a good point. Yeah, but I still like Snoke. Right. Uh, not only do you get that, but every week we do a Patreon call where motherfuckers get on and actually yell at us. Yes. 
and we record that shit and put it up. So if you want to be a part of that, and act, even if it's for one week, because you watched one episode and hated every every opinion of ours, and you want to get on there and, and be, like, us, be like, hey, dude, you're wrong, Mopar. Did you have a stroke during that episode? Like, uh, yes, I did. Thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> My hospital bills are piling up. What the uh, fuck. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I would definitely just at least head on over there, check out the tiers, buy us a beer, do whatever the fuck you want. We're gonna give this away. Ten dollars tier. Black series is going to Mister JD eight A two U fourteen eight three seven. That's a mistake. That's a mistake. All right, he should be kicked out, right? And I'm just gonna keep the. Is that how that works? I don't want it. Look how shitty it looks. Race sucks. That's I fucking a female hate. character. I'm just gonna burn it. Is that what is that what happens now? That's why it's covered <laughs> in all this flammable material. No, this is cool. And actually, we would love some feedback too. So if you are a patron and you're listening, uh, most of our giveaways have been Black Series. So we're trying to work out a partnership for some of the giveaway stuff that we do. It's not locked down yet. So if you guys have opinions like, I don't want the Black Series. I want something cool like a Star Wars coaster or a um, fucking koozie or something like that. Let us know. We, we don't have to get Black Series every week. I just kind of figure that's what people want because they're the most high quality figures besides Hot Toys, which are like 300 bucks. What are that? <laughs> it's like the highest def like collectible action figures that you can get. Uh, yeah. All That's right. Pretty much all well, congratulations, JD. Did you meet JD when we went out to? Uh... I did when I went the first time. I went to that Frankenson's place with JD. I never met Deadpoolio and Ry- who the fuck else did I go with? Riley. Riley and somebody else though. Oh, that was Jamie. That was the first time when he walked up and said, "Hey," and then he left. Good memories. Jamie. All right, JD. I'm gonna smash this and then send it to you in the mail. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Uh, last but not least. Thanks again for our uh, beer sponsors. Uh, Tavor. T-A-V-O-U-R.com. Sign up. What's the word? Rogue. Rogue. Not Rouge. Rogue. $10 off. 10 bucks off an order of 25 Again, just pile up those beers that you like, that you see in your inbox. Add them to your thing, and they'll ship them out once a month. And they send you little tidbits. So if you download the app, you get updates. Featured beers, blah, blah, blah. And they'll give a short description of it. Something you want. Click add. And they'll ship it to you. Boom. $10 off. Indeed. Promotion rogue. Uh, last. And Utini. Utini. Which we never actually spelled this out earlier. I'm sure you could figure it out. But Utini. Y-O-U-T-I-N-I.com. Star Wars canon books. And eventually some Legends books. Delivered every month. Sign up. Uh, code word squadron gets you 10% off your first month of subscription. And if you want an extra discount and you just like the show and thinking about becoming a patron, uh, patrons get uh, 25%. So you'll actually save money on both accounts. Imagine this. You sign up for the Patreon. It costs you 10 bucks. You win the giveaway. Mm -hmm. You get an extra discount on the Utini. Yeah. And then you cancel. You shouldn't, but you you do. How much shit did you just get for a $10 thing? And then you get to talk to all of us and talk shit. It's a great, great deal. If anyone cancels, I'm finding you. I'll find you. Limited experience. That's about enough of what I've had of it. This is worse than anything I've ever heard before. Travis Don, I've had enough of you two talking and stuff. Kern does that every week. One word. I got a piece so bad. I'm getting there. Damn, fuck.
Shit. Okay. Well, they have a corkscrew 